I'm Charles Boda, and this is your Diz Daily Fix for May 23rd, 2017. In times of political unrest, when every side of every argument feels frustrated and misrepresented, it would be nice if we could go to our lighthearted movies and theme parks and manage to catch a break from the divisiveness. Sadly, that's not the case. Even with Disney, political divisiveness still finds a way in. Since President Trump's election, there have been a number of issues that have placed the company in kind of an awkward position. The most notable of these were protests calling for Bob Iger to step away from Trump's economic council and the president of Trump's voice in the Hall of Presidents attraction. Kevin Wong recently published an article about the latter of those two on Motherboard, claiming insider knowledge as to what Disney strategies and intentions are as they update this attraction. Since Bill Clinton recorded his voice in the Hall of Presidents in 1993, each subsequent holder of the office has added their vocals to the attraction. Some Disney fans would prefer they take a different direction with the current president. Petitions have been created, and the largest currently boasts 15,000 signatures on it, that the uh, president's voice um, not be added to the hall. The petitioners, <clears throat> the petitioners cite remarks by the president that they believe are not in line with what Disney stands for, categorizing many of Trump's previous statements as racist, misogynistic hate speech. Although this is not nearly the first election since the creation of the hall um, that has been politically divisive, it does seem clear that Disney is trying to take this matter seriously. Wong's source says it's unlikely that Trump will speak during the attraction. He will, of course, have an animatronic presence, as all former presidents and current presidents do. Um, it looks like the hall might revert back to its pre-Clinton administration days, with only Washington and Lincoln possessing, uh, Lincoln possessing speaking roles. The source said... Given how polarizing the president is right now, Disney Parks and Resorts is currently trying to find a solution that approaches middle ground. They want to include our 45th commander-in-chief in this 45-year-old theme park attraction, while at the same time not seem to endorse or support some of Trump's more controversial issues. Another justification Disney may claim for not adding the current president's voice is his own lack of involvement in the process. Since January, Disney has been reaching out to Trump to schedule a recording with no success. The source says, there's a part of this, just getting time with him to record. I guess there's also been some back and forth on his proposed script, which is something they're hoping to use as a get-out-of-jail-free card. If he's not available to record, they can use that as a legitimate excuse. That's kind of what Disney's hoping for. The source also claims Trump's victory came as a surprise to Disney, who are already in the planning stages for Hillary Clinton's animatronic. Commerson's Dolphins, uh, a Commerson's Dolphin dies minutes after being born at SeaWorld's Aquatic Park. Commersons are those black and white collared dolphins reminiscent of killer whales that can often be seen swimming upside down throughout the park. SeaWorld has four of these dolphins still in its care. SeaWorld obtained a dozen Commersons back in 1983, but given the small population and the lack of genetic diversity, their plans have been to keep these dolphins from breeding and have them live out their lives as the last Commerson dolphins in the park. For this purpose, and because of her advanced age, they've been giving the remaining female, named Ringer, a steady dose of contraceptives. Ringer managed to become pregnant anyway, and so SeaWorld prepared for the birth. At the time of the pregnancy announcement, SeaWorld spokeswoman Susan Story said, she's been doing very well and her pregnancy appears to have progressed normally. Our care team and veterinary teams have put a great deal of planning and thought into preparing for this birth and to help set Ringer and the calf up for success. Uh, SeaWorld has long been under close watch from animal rights advocates regarding the care and treatment of the animals in their custody. After the pregnancy was announced, Naomi Rose, an Animal Welfare Institute marine mammal scientist, criticized the conditions SeaWorld keeps the animals in, saying that they were hardly ideal for breeding. The birth occurred Saturday, and SeaWorld saw complications shortly after the calf was born. 
SeaWorld said its animal care team responded immediately when the calf began to show signs of distress a few minutes after birth, but unfortunately were unable to resuscitate the calf. Naomi Rose said in an email, This is the kind of prediction I hate being right about. The dolphin should never have been allowed to get pregnant. It's all such a waste and very much not good welfare practice to allow reproduction when the odds are so against a successful outcome. The cause of death is not currently known, and a necropsy will, current, uh, will go be underway to figure that out. Ringer is currently being kept under 24-hour observation away from public view. Now, if you've been eagerly anticipating the opening of Animal Kingdom's Pandora, the world of Avatar, but it may take you a while before you can see it for yourself, you are in luck. Disney has you covered. There will be a live stream of the dedication ceremony on Wednesday 24th, right on the front page of the Disney Parks blog. That is kicking off at 9.25 a.m. Eastern Time, so make sure not to miss it. And speaking of Pandora, how do you feel about its placement in the Animal Kingdom Park? Our featured article today by Ryan Teets discusses why Animal Kingdom is the perfect home for the sci-fi property. Um, that is in his article, Why Pandora Fits in Animal Kingdom. So be sure to give that a look on your preparation for the live stream. Trending on Disboards.com, uh, Disboards today is a thread discussing the Frozen Ever After attraction in the Norway Pavilion at Epcot. Poster, ac excuse me, Poster Accident shares how he came out as wet as he does when he rides Splash Mountain. In the thread, he also shares how his camera was ruined during the ride. Other posters are sharing how they've noticed certain rows getting more wet than others, and they're speculating on the causes. Look for the thread titled, When Did FEA Turn Into a Wet Ride? on our Theme Park Attractions and Strategies Forum, and join the conversation yourself. Make sure to tune in for the Walt Disney World edition of the Diz Unplugged today, where the team will be discussing all of the relevant news and topics from the past week. And you can catch that at 1 p.m. today on DizUnplugged.com. For the weather today, Orlando will be experiencing a breezy, humid day with a few afternoon showers. Our high is 89, and our low is going to be 75. In Anaheim, the high will be 84, and the low will be 59, and the skies will be partly cloudy. That'll be it for, t uh, for me today, but for links and info on everything we've discussed, go to wdwinfo.com slash dailyfix, and tune in tomorrow for another installment of your Diz Daily Fix. Music